0: I think when you start, you you never really know, like we have no idea. We might have a vision in mind, but it, I mean, you're a creative person. Your vision like expands and the act of doing the work, it turns into something else.
1: It's January, it's cold, it's the beginning of possibly another tricky year. If you found your creative well has run dry recently and you're not that inspired, you are not alone. So this week, we have got two projects to share with you which are going to help inspire you, reinvigorate you and better your art. Happy listening. Welcome to Art Juice. This is honest, generous, and humorous conversations that will feed your creative soul and get you thinking with me, Alice Sheridan. And this week, Louise isn't with us, but I am joined by Lindsay Thompson, who is going to talk to us all about the 100 Day Project. Welcome to Art Juice, Lindsay.
0: Thank you, Alice. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Well, we have put this together somewhat at the last minute because the 100-day project, which you kind of summarize as a free global art project, kicks off on the 31st of January, which is a little bit earlier this year than normal, isn't it?
0: It is. So historically, we have always started the project the first Tuesday in April, but this year with um, you know so many of us home, I had kind of an inkling that it might be nice to start earlier. And so I put it out to the community to a vote and almost everyone said, yes, please let's start as soon as possible.
1: I think it's really good timing for it and it's great. And I really wanted to share this because it's been April for a while. I know when I did it, it was April for a while. And this year I was thinking about it, but I kind of thought I've got a while to get my act together and then all of a sudden <laughs> it's happening now. So I thought it was a really good time for anybody who, who is thinking, oh, I've got a while to go. No, you to got to get yourself sorted out and on it
0: quick. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got from today 11 days to start. When you send this out, I think it'll be under a week, right? So if you're listening, any day is a great day to start. Don't overthink it. Pick a project and get started.
1: Okay. Well, we have got, I've got some questions for you. I've got lots of things that I want to talk about. And um, I didn't even know how it began. So that was quite interesting. But first of all, we usually open up with sharing a little bit about our week Um, so Louise and I share you know the everyday nuts and bolts what we've been working on what's gone well just a little bit of an insight so as you're new just can you let us know in a normal week and obviously this week you might be a little bit crazy busy getting everything ready but in a normal week what firstly where are you calling in from where do you live and what does a usual creative week look like for you
0: yeah so I live in San Francisco I'm in California and it really varies a lot from week to week. I think the last couple of weeks, you know, I'm, I'm of course in the United States, the last couple of weeks have been kind of precarious. Um, so my creative practices have been both a lifeline and also a little bit looser than normal. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've, found it like, like a lot of people really hard to concentrate. Um, it's, it's been a really challenging couple of weeks. I think uh, having this deadline of getting the project out on the 31st has been really helpful because I have kind of an anchor to focus on. Um, So a lot of my creative work the last few weeks has been around um, preparing the 100 day project and uh, promoting it. So doing stuff like this, which is really fun. I get to talk to creatives doing the live Q and A which is on my Instagram. Um, And then the other thing that we're doing this year that is a little bit different. So the project is free, anybody can participate It doesn't cost anything. The idea is to pick something, do it every day for 100 days and document and share online. Um, There is a a paid option that runs in tandem with it. And this year, uh, that is daily creative prompts. So what I have been working on is writing these daily emails. So I'm up to number 70-something. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) That's a whole project in itself, right? That is a
0: whole project in itself. And it's been a lot of fun. So those daily creative prompts are um, everything from inspiration, so poems, books, articles, videos, links, um, to uh, writing prompts, to um, kind of pop psychology and sociology concepts, all aimed at the intention of, you know, helping people go a little bit deeper into their process. Okay. Um, so that has been really a lot of fun and very rewarding to work on.
1: And also quite open-ended. Uh, I mean, it's. I think you're right. The conditions at the moment can be um, quite distracting and energy draining. But it's interesting, isn't it? When when you get into a project, which is you know what this is, it's it's. And that one that you're talking about really is quite open-ended. The parameters are huge. Do you find, do you find that makes it harder? How do you, how do you select things then for your hundred?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I think the freedom throws a lot of people off, right? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I get to choose my project? Yeah. I mean, you get to choose your project. You get to do anything yeah. you want. And for some people that, that range is really just kind of overwhelming. Um, how do you choose a project? I, I, having facilitated this project for several years now and done it for, this will be my sixth year of participating, I think. Yeah. I think that people have three primary motivations for doing the project. And it really helps to understand why you're doing the project. And if you know why you're doing the project, you'll probably make a better choice. So I think of those three motivations as being to play, to practice or to produce. So to play means like, I just want to have fun. The world's a mess. I want to doodle. I want to do a dance every day. I want to sing a song every day. And I'm just doing it for the pleasure of doing it. Great. To practice. I have a skill that I want to work on. There's something that I want to get better at. There's a tool that I want to learn. Great. Or to produce. I'm working towards an outcome. I'm working on my portfolio. I want to have an art show. I want to finish a book. Great. All of those motivations are beautiful and wonderful. And if you understand what your motivation is, um, you're going to be able to better design a project for yourself. So for example, if I want to produce a book, I'm probably not going to do that in five minutes a day. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Probably not, right? Like that might not be like healthy expectation setting. But if I know like, hey, I'm just going to spend five minutes a day and I'm going to do a dance and I'm going to record it and I'm going to put it up on the internet. Cool. Like you could probably do that in five minutes a day, you know? um and none of those are are better than others I I think there's like a season for everything right so what season are you in right now what's your bandwidth right now
1: yeah great we're going to come back to that and about how you pick something but I think that idea of like what's your motivation for it is a really strong lead but let's just backtrack a little bit so you mentioned that you have been doing this for uh five or six years now I I have done it twice. One time I epically failed. I don't think I even got to day 20. Um, Another time it felt like a massive success, but I actually checked back on my hashtag and I think I only did 60 or 65 days. That felt, do you know what? That felt like I'd completed it. Totally. Yeah. But let's just, let's just backtrack right back for anybody who doesn't even know what we're talking about. So the 100 Day Project is was first started, and this is a part that I didn't know, in 2007 by Michael Beirut, who I do know of. So he is a graphic designer and he works for Pentagram. My I'm my training is as a graphic designer. So, you know,
0: yeah. he figure. He's, but he set it he's as a, a very famous graphic students, designer, right? Yeah, very famous. Yeah he um it started as a personal project and he was treating it like a creative warm-up so what he did and he actually did it every day for an entire year is wow. he would get a copy of the new york times open it up pick an image draw something based on the image and uh later on a year or two later he was teaching a course at yale and one of his colleagues said hey why don't you, you know that thing that you do why don't you do that again why don't you why don't you teach that class and it just so happened that class started one day and ended 100 days later and so this year-long project became a 100 day project. And um, so Michael Beirut started it. And then my very dear friend, El Luna brought it to Instagram with friends. Basically, what happened was, is she applied to Yale, she wanted to take this class with Michael Beirut, and she didn't get in. Uh, so she a did
1: it anyway. years went,
0: Well, yeah, a couple of years went by. And then she was like, Wait a minute, like, I don't have to go to Yale, you don't have to go to Yale to do the 100 day project. And so she was having like a dinner party with friends. And they were like, let's, let's do it. Let's start Tuesday. And um, I heard about it probably the so they started in two thousand fourteen. My first year doing the yep. project was in two thousand fifteen, um, and and around that time, Elle and I became friends, and I got involved with helping to facilitate in two thousand seventeen. It's. It's really
1: interesting, isn't it? How an idea like that just catches on. You know, there's something in it that is so simple. So the real outline of it is this thing exists. You use the hashtag, the 100 day project, right? That's the one that everybody uses. So all you do is pick all you do. We'll talk about this. Is pick <laughs> your project, yeah, Pick your project, do the work and find a way of sharing it. And when you share it, you share it with that key hashtag. So there's no way, it's not that it gets necessarily reposted or anything like that. But obviously, you can search that hashtag, you can follow that hashtag, you can see what other people are doing. So it's a really lovely way to explore what other people are doing in the area. And then if you also just use you know the 100 days or 100 day as part of a hashtag you start to see all the other hashtags that people have maybe created specifically for it as well and that's the other part of it isn't it so to use the general hashtag and to create one for yourself for the project and then all you do is share it so but it's grown into uh much more of um well, there's a really strong community feel because everybody's doing it together. And on the website where there's a re- there's some really good ideas and FAQs, so you want to go to the 100dayproject.org and that has got FAQs, how you join in, which we'll summarize at the end. But that's
0: that's it in a nutshell, isn't it? Pick your project, do the work, share it. Yeah, that's exactly it. It is it is that simple and that complicated, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> often the hardest things. Often the hardest <laughs>
0: things. Um, the
1: other thing that I will share in the show notes is the link to Michael Beirut's post where he talks about and shares some of the original product, projects. And that that kind of really woke me up because I didn't I didn't know about that element of it. I just knew about from what I'd seen on Instagram, where a lot of it is posting and sharing every day but in the projects that he shares quite a lot of it is people doing something every day and then the thing that they make or create out of it is an object or an item at the end. So some people uh, created a video which was short clips put together or collected images into a book which is a slightly different way of thinking about it isn't it?
0: Yeah I mean I think because it was a course there was some sort of like artifact at the yeah. end and some people who do the project on instagram with us also create some kind of artifact at the end i think when you start you you never really know it's sort of like the sum is greater than the whole of the parts we don't know what the whole of the parts is going to look like we have no idea we might have a vision in mind but it i mean you're a creative person how your vision like expands in the practice in the, in the act of doing the work it turns into something else more often than not right
1: and it shifts as you go doesn't it so it's often not what you not what you anticipate at the
0: beginning yeah I mean the thing that you choose to do becomes almost secondary to your experience of the project itself right
1: but you don't have to make it into a huge great big thing do you and I think that is is key is that it's quite it is both simple and difficult to pick what your project is and I think that's why the first time I failed because I I made it too too directed if you like and too specific and it didn't give me any growing room. Yeah. I didn't really I got bored of it like I bored myself. I didn't really know how to develop it any further. Yeah. And th- the next time that I did it I picked like a broader subject idea like an area of inquiry so I don't know whether that would go that would go with your play hierarchy I get cast category
0: yeah I I think the other thing is is that people have their own kind of ideal balance of structure and freedom and some degree of specificity is really helpful like it's an anchor right without any kind of specificity you're left in that position of like having to make a choice every day, which is hard for people. Yeah. yeah. Part of why this worked really well when Michael Beirut did it is he had something generative, right? He wasn't so much making a choice as like the choice is to open the newspaper. Yes. You know, so can you, can you have something that like gives you some freedom, but also you're starting from a a point or a place. If you have something that's like really nebulous, it's what do you do? Yeah. 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 And I think that balance is different for everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had, I think I had a hundred days of contrast and for me, it worked quite well because I had, I had physical things I could do, create paint, but I could also collage. I could also take it as a concept, like where does contrast exist? I could also take photographs, which are quick, you know, I could interpret it in lots of different ways, but some people, for example, they pick uh, physical paper formats or they have a time-based criteria or as you say that using that random prompt from something or a habit so another project that i've done in the past is picking three colors at random mixing them making a very small postcard from it you know but that first step open the box pick the colors then you're off i think i think that's a really important thing what what is your trigger point going to be for it and also where is it going to fit into your day when you do yours out of all the ones you've done now what have been the ones that haven't worked so well and which ones have been really key turning points for you because this has the potential I think to be something that's really significant in your, without, you know, really kind of putting the emphasis on, you know, you've really got to achieve something here, but this this does have the potential to be a really important turning point in many ways, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I've done a bunch of different projects. Most of mine have been writing, writing related. Okay. I think the one that probably felt the most successful to me, I actually, uh, it was called 100 Days of Tarot Truths. And I would pull a tarot card every morning and i journal and I'd sit with it. And you know that was helpful because again, it was something generative, right? I had a starting point. Um, I have completed the project every year except for one. I, I'm like s- sort of the opposite of a lot of people in that I'm pretty compulsive. Like if I decide I'm gonna do something, I have to do it. I have to finish yeah. it. So it, it was actually really a personal growth thing for me to say, you know what? This is not the right project for me and I don't wanna do this and it's okay. Um, one year I did a photography project. My first year I did a photography project. I had this, I'm sure like many of us, I had bought this expensive tool <laughs> and then it just sat there collecting dust, making me feel bad, making me feel guilty. And I was like, I'm going to learn how to use this thing. And I carried that heavy camera every day for a hundred days. Um, yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. And I I love that there's
1: different um, variety in those approaches because I think that's also important is that you don't have to fit everything into these next 100 days so it's it's interesting to think that you're going to get another chance to do it next year and you can pick something different and work on something in a totally different way but I think you raise quite a good point because if the key place that you're sharing this and we're going to get uh, we've got a question about what happens if you're not on Instagram. Um, is on Instagram, which you know we know you have to create an image for it, but and yet you say that your one of the projects was a writing-based project, and I think one of the issues around this is what it's creating something visually that is not necessarily a visual medium writing so that is also another challenge is how do you present this visually in some in some senses on Instagram so that it doesn't become a really boring feed with everything looking the same um how how did you do it with writing
0: yeah you know honestly it was the hardest part Instagram is a very visual medium and it, it was it was really the hardest part I think if you're a writer, I would recommend having um, maybe doing the work of creating a hundred images beforehand or, or just having a folder of things that you can use. Um, yeah, it, it's it's really tough. I, I have mixed feelings about Instagram as a platform, right. which is owned by Facebook, which a lot of people have complicated feelings about. So to your, I think the question that you're going into is, you know, what do you do if you're not on Instagram? Yeah. That's totally okay. <laughs> uh, that's where the majority of the community takes place. It is definitely imperfect. We also have a Facebook group. Um, you know, Instagram is, is not super conducive to community conversations, right? Like you can leave a comment, you can direct message somebody, but there's not like, there's not a way to like digitally sit in a circle, you know? Yeah. Um, if you're not on Instagram and you do not want to be on Instagram, I encourage you to find a way to share it. It does not have to be on a social media platform but part of the project is not just doing it every day but documenting and sharing it so you know make something up that works for you um
1: and i think it can help keep you accountable a little bit can't it because yep it's quite it's quite easy with something like, like this. I mean, there's something that I'm doing at the moment, but I did a really good thing of tracking it every day in the year. And it got to about, you know, five, I've done three weeks, not three weeks of it. Where are we? What's the date today? 16 days of it every day. And then I skipped it for a day. And then the next time I went back to it, I realized I hadn't skipped it for a day. I'd actually skipped it for four days. and <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. Our sense of, of, um time on things like this is a bit odd
0: I I think the daily posting does keep you accountable and something that I hear very often from the community is that the daily posting is both the hardest part Mm. the hardest part even more than doing the project whatever your project is and the most rewarding part
1: yeah there's something that you learn about yourself and even actually the parts where you do find it hard like that you've almost got to break through so you know are you getting to the stage where you're boring even yourself with what you're writing you know you're sharing you know then you then you've got to find a way to somehow shift it on and let it change a little bit um another
0: idea that's, that came that's up, where things get really interesting though right exactly like what, do you, what do you do when you get bored yeah. what do you do when you have no inspiration what do you do 100
1: days is a really interesting length of time because it is quite a long time to do something oh, you, will get
0: bored. you will get so bored of yourself you will get so bored of your project you will get so frustrated you will not want to do it and if you keep showing up I promise you that something magical will happen something magical will happen in your work something magical will happen in your sense of self because you will be the kind of person who shows up for yourself
1: just tell me a little bit then so the there is an Instagram account which is at do the 100 day project and but that's not you don't repost people's images on there do you I mean what it's got at the moment on it's got some graphics on that saying this is where it's going to kick off so if you want to commit to this go to that account at do the 100 day project and you can share one of those posts to your stories and you'll be like right I'm doing this. I don't know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. I'm committing to it. That's a really good kickstart, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. The um, the Do the Hundred Day Project Instagram handle is pretty new. People had asked for it. Yeah. We do sometimes share in Instagram Stories people's posts. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a challenging thing. The community is very large. We we have had people ask for us to like highlight more of the community members. I just I personally have not found a way to do that that feels fair and yeah. democratic and not like elitist or a popularity contest, yeah. which is really not what this project is about, you know? Mm-hmm. This this project is that creativity is for everybody and It's not about judging people against a set of criteria that you're setting for them, is it? So
1: I mean, that's what I like about it. The fact that it's up to you to go off and investigate, like if you want the community element of it, if you want to be inspired by what other people are doing, you can go off and do that. Or... You can do this totally for yourself. So when it comes back to the sharing thing, you can share it on Instagram. You can share it on Facebook if you prefer Facebook as a place to be. But the other thing that you could do is you could just, you know, you can share those images. Maybe you collect them at the end of the week and you make a blog post on your website. And then maybe you share those images onto a Pinterest board. So you create your own Pinterest board, which could be public or it could be private. You know, you can have that. For your own yeah. hundred-day projects,
0: you absolutely get to set whatever boundaries you want yeah. around it. And you know where there is resistance to sharing, I understand, and I encourage you to do it anyways. Yeah, step into the slightly uncomfort zone. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, we had a question from from somebody because I was asking about it in my group. Um, she said the first time I did 100 days of landscape painting mostly plein air which maybe starting in January is going to be one of the more difficult (laughs) things um that was great but last year I lost my way with 100 abstracts the theme I think was too open-ended I'm going to have another go this year but I'm not sure yet of my theme any advice or recommendations for
0: how open-ended to leave it that is such a personal balance um, and to your friend I would say you know you know yourself so yes. looking at your past projects what balance of structure and freedom worked for you and um that there's already at, like a wealth of information at her disposable disposal <laughs> um in in knowing herself and in knowing what works for her Um, another thing that I think works really well for, for me is like, I'll make a list of themes. I'll just like brainstorm and, you know, what has energy, what has, what has some like pulse to it for you cross everything else out. Um, you know, if you're listening to this before we start, like try a couple of days of just experimenting. Did you like it? If not, scrap it, start something else. Um, some people do. I mean, the thing is, is that the rules are entirely made up. So you can make yeah. up rules that work for you. You know, some people do sprints. They do 10, 10 day projects. Yes. So maybe I was, gonna I was going to suggest that. I was going to suggest
1: like a 10 day investigation. And then you could almost do three lots of 30 days, which totally. I mean, because I find that, you know, 30 days, you know, you either, you, you know, you're almost ready to move on to something but 30 days I can kind of cope with in my head so if I get to day 26 and I'm starting to get a little bit bored with myself and now I've only got four more days left (laughs) and then I can change it again a little bit but yeah yeah, 10 10 by 10 would be another way of doing it wouldn't it
0: yeah however you
1: like
0: however you like it's exciting and terrifying it's up to you have you decided yours this year I haven't and I um I'm just at like kind of a loss right now. The last few weeks have just been so overwhelming, Um, which has me leaning towards play, but also play feels a little bit at odds with like, you know, the true kind of somberness of the moment. It's about, in that sense though, it's about
1: where you want to be and picking something that's about what you want to move towards isn't it a little bit it's not and I know that produces is is one of the ideas but it's always struck me as something that really gives you an opportunity to explore in a different way and I think you're absolutely right to say take the time to tune into really what you feel excited about don't don't I mean you can go and have a look go and have a look search the hashtags from last year and see what other people did and see which ones you look at and you think oh you know that looks good fun or I could do that but I think also it's really important not to pick something just because you've seen it work for somebody else it's got to be something that really you feel like oh yeah actually I really want to spend the time looking at that like you did with your camera you know I've got this thing I really want to spend the time exploring it
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like a good place to start is just imagine yourself sitting in a chair, doing that thing every day for a hundred days for five or 10 or 20 minutes or however long. And how does it feel? Like, does your body tense up? Like, do you hold your breath? That's probably not the project for you. Yeah. Um, You know, searching the the hashtag will give you like a, a lot of great ideas to your point. I think it also puts us maybe into like a comparison trap. Yeah, it's it's both right yeah. it's both like inspiring and exciting and overwhelming um but and and to kind of come back to this like play practice produce I think most people probably fall into the play and practice categories yeah and the produce becomes sort of a byproduct of that right so you like you show up you do this thing and then oh like you built this body of work cool yeah. <laughs> um I think produce is for some people a great idea if you have a lot of time to commit to it. Yeah, and if you're really clear about something that you want to accomplish. Um, but if it's like your first time doing the project, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that be your your choice. Uh, you know, unless you feel really strongly about it. In which case, ignore everything I say and do whatever you want. It's it's difficult though, isn't it? Because I think it it can fe- it feels more
1: satisfying if every day can be something that is in itself a little bit complete and we are all under different time pressures and particularly when there's something that's every day like even if you have structure and time during your week you might not have it at weekends or vice versa Um, so that's great advice to sit or actually imagine yourself doing this where is this going to fit into your day how can you make it easy so that it's something that somehow maybe is is part of your existing routine a little bit that you just take on a bit further or um you know where where is the gap in your day where you're going to do this yeah get your kit ready yeah i mean
0: like physical space temporal space you know where where is this for you and the reality is is like most of us spend a lot of time on social media on netflix like I really do think that most of us have five minutes a day that we could dedicate to this if we wanted to. Yeah. If you do not genuinely have five minutes a day, then this probably isn't the year for you to do a project. And that's okay. It's okay to say, I'm going to watch and cheer people on this year. Um, One year, Michael Beirut drew his left hand every day for a hundred days. You know what? If you have a left hand, you always have your left hand with you, right? (laughs) It was, it was just always with him, you know, and Uh, talk about like a structured project talk about a specific theme you know (laughs) how many ways can you draw your left hand yeah hundreds of ways
1: yeah hundreds of ways surprise yourself but that's you know that's really making it really specific isn't it it's fun yeah yeah, but anyway, when you're listening to this, if you're listening, you've still got time to kind of brainstorm a few ideas, and 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 don't be worried if you need to shift it halfway through. Um, do you remember what's the funniest project you've seen, or the one that kind of have you got one that sticks in your mind as being like, either
0: that was a super <laughs> cool project, or are you joking? Um, Elle talks about this one a lot. I like it. This woman uh, is an exotic dancer. And she would draw conversations that she would have with her clients. And they were just so funny. Cause like the context, but oftentimes they were just like kind of mundane, you know? <laughs> it was just sort of like the, the juxtaposition of the environment in this conversation. Um, so that's one that stands out and hopefully encourages you that like, work with what you've got, you know? Yes. And that, uh, and also that goes back to that trigger
1: type thing, doesn't it? You know, something, something that's from outside of you and doesn't necessarily always have to come from inside of you. I think that's, I I would quite like to play with the idea of randomness somehow, I think.
0: I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So there's that energy, right? Like follow that.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: One thing to talk about a little bit more then is this is once you've got a little bit closer to choosing what it is you're going to do, picking your personal hashtag. Now, the point of that really is so that if you use it within Instagram, then you can, that hashtag, you can't own a hashtag on Instagram, so you can't stop anybody else using it. But it means is a way to make your posts searchable. So, tips around picking that hashtag, not too generic, right? So a hundred
0: days of painting, mm -mm, it's not gonna cut it, is it? Yeah, probably a lot of people have already used that. Um, I I did that my first year, did a hundred days of photography and guess what? A lot of people have already used that that hashtag. Um, So first of all, if this like complicates it for you, feel free to just ignore it and just use the hundred day project. Okay. Um, But the idea is that, so that all of your posts sit nicely together if someone searches them because If you're using Instagram also just for your personal life, like, you know, you might post your project one day and your kids the next day and a beautiful sunset. And so having this hashtag is a way for all of those posts to sit together. It's like, it almost creates like an album for them, right? Um, So something that's specific, um, I would search it to see if other people are using it or not or how common it is, is. because if other people are using it, it won't sit in your own little unique album, right? Sometimes people also just create a new Instagram handle just for their project. That's an option too. Um, A new Instagram account. Yeah, if you want to. Yep. Um, I think that gives some people a little bit more permission and freedom. Uh, I would say just do whatever feels good. Okay. Okay.
1: That's fantastic. I love, I can't remember if it was something that you said in that uh, Q&A. You said the prize is in doing the project. I think somebody else was talking about, you know, do, is there anything that you get for completing it? It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> the prize is in doing it. But you do have extra support, don't you? So there is a Facebook group and I will, I will put the link for that in the show notes, but you can find that also from the website. So the website again is the 100 And in the Facebook group, as I understand it, you have, because otherwise there would be thousands of people posting and it would be absolutely crazy so you do a post each day so that which is a daily thread so if you want to post it within a group space like that rather than on yours that would be a way that people could join in right
0: yeah absolutely Um, you know facebook isn't super conducive to like large amounts of content so we just do that one daily thread Um, Yeah, so the the primary places to participate or to engage with the community are on Instagram. You can search The 100 Day Project, Um, the website, the100dayproject.org, where you can also sign up for the newsletter, which is where you'll get um, updates and support
1: so there's two newsletters though, aren't there? So there's a there's a general one that everybody can sign up for that's free. And mm-hmm. then there is
0: a, a, a new level. Is this new for this year, this paid newsletter? We started this last year. Okay. Yeah. So there is a paid option if you would like to get those daily creative prompts. Um, if you would like to support the project, uh, which is free to do, but not free to run. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, they also get discounts on stuff like the. We have a photography class next week. We're doing okay. a phone photography class. Um, so we'll do some classes and workshops throughout the course of the project and paid newsletter subscribers get a pretty hefty discount on those.
1: And is that people pay one off for that if they want that extra bit of information?
0: Yeah, so you can either do like a, a flat rate. You can pay for the entire year or you can pay monthly.
1: Uh, okay, so it's more like a subscription thing. It's a subscription got it got it got it got it so that's also quite nice then so that actually runs beyond the 100 days so if you like the support and the context that that gives you that's something that you can continue with
0: yeah the the content will end about a month after the project ends unless we do some additional classes so uh it's for a little bit longer than the duration of the 100 days
1: okay all right that's fantastic so you can go over and investigate that if that sounds like something that you would be interested in was there anything else that you think is helpful for people at this stage
0: do it just do it really just Just do do it. it like you are a creative person you have something to share you have ideas the work of doing those ideas is worthwhile you are worth your time and attention and you know This is for everybody. Join us.
1: Right, before we um, finish up then, what has inspired you this week have you is there been a little thing in your week that's lifted your spirits not 100 day project related is there anything else it can be a funny thing a yeah. new recipe that you've cooked anything else that you want to give us a little lift
0: well I just watched the inauguration and Michelle Obama's outfit is phenomenal <laughs> Okay, <laughs> gorgeous um and then beyond that uh I've been doing a lot of of journaling. And I I have this kind of new structure that I'm really enjoying. It's kind of my own take on the morning pages. And basically, I just uh, freeform word association, fill an entire page. Wow. Yeah. And it's just a nice way to kind of like wake up my brain and see what what shows up. Um, So no complete sentences, just bouncing words off the walls um and do you I'm, do that for a
1: whole page so you have to keep so your your limit is getting to the end of the page
0: or a time what's your so for this i've just been doing the, the spatial limit I, right. I i do like time limits for writing that works really well for me you know to say like i'm gonna set a timer and do this thing for x amount of time um but for the for this practice i've, I've been filling the page for however long it takes but if honestly pretty quickly and the, the more that I do it the more quickly uh, you know
1: it's fascinating isn't it when you start yeah. something like that you know you, you just get into a different mindset with it and it just takes you I, I'm not very good with at sticking with things like that so um, I, I think for me the 100 day project is often um, optimism over experience but I still <laughs> think it's a, it's a great project and really fun to be involved in so
0: are you doing a project this year i
1: wasn't i wasn't going to i was i was thinking of doing something that was going to be like um a a slightly bigger investigation of my work but um the timing for this is really good so i i think i will be doing it again this year okay i'm gonna i haven't worked out what my thing is or what my format is yet um but i would like to do it the time feels right. So yeah, it would be good. And it's, it's nice to, there are quite a lot of things now that I'm the sort of, that I lead a little bit and this feels a little bit like being led. So I will be joining in this year. Oh, so, yeah. I can't wait to so see now. what you do. Yeah, and if I get past day 20, I'm giving myself a medal.
0: <laughs> you know what? I really believe that however many days you do is perfect. I know a lot of people feel like, well, if I don't finish, then I failed. And I don't feel that you are allowed to feel however you feel. I don't think it's a failure to not finish a project. I think reclaiming any amount of time and space for your creative energy and ideas is worthwhile. And um, just keep going.
1: Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you so much um, for spending the time to uh, tell us about it. Um, you can find Lindsay as well on Instagram. So she's Lindsay Jean Thompson, and that's L I N D S A Y, Lindsay. Lindsay gene and then it's thompson without a p
0: no p no p <laughs> <laughs>
1: so lots of things to follow i know that we've given you a lot of links so wherever you're listening you should be able to find show notes for this or you can come over to uh, my website alice sheridan.com or louise's website louise or go straight to the 100 day project um but there are going to be, I'm going to share um, some extra little links and things in a minute. Um, so there will be more in the show notes. So do come over and have a look. Thank you. It's been lovely. We put this together. Thank you so much, Alice. Last minute. and I love um, it. Yeah, often the best way. So good luck with it all this year and um, holding everybody's hand all the way through it. Fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. I hope you really enjoyed that and that left you inspired and eager to jump in. I've got a couple more thoughts that I want to uh, leave you with. Um, One of them is that if you create your own hashtag for it, um, it's a really good idea because not only can you keep track of your posts that you can actually pull those into a gallery on your own website so this is great if you want to create content around it if you want to create blog posts if you want to create a page on your website where all your images are drawn in together that's the kind of thing that you can often get a plug-in on instagram um, to use on your own website that you can just pull in images that have your hashtag and then of course you could even share them to a pinterest Um, board so you can create a Pinterest board with all your images that you're sharing so there are lots of other ways that you can share what you're doing on the 100 day project Um, take it further than just sharing it on Instagram One thing to think about is that just be careful about how this is going to show on your feed. For some people, the consistency is really important, but you might also want to think about how similar images will look. If you're doing something that is going to be the same each year, it can be a little bit repetitive in your feed. Again, for some people, they like that consistency and the fact that it's going to become recognizable as your project and what you're doing can be really good. But other alternatives just to consider are, for example, sharing a carousel of posts at the end of the week. But you might be using this as a reason to post consistently, so that's totally up to you how you want to share it. Maybe you just photograph it differently each day or you talk about it in a different way. But just think about how it's going to come across and how it's going to be part of what you already do on Instagram. The other thing that I really wanted to recommend to you we talked about it in the interview is the Michael Beirut article so he was the designer at Pentagram that started all of this and it's really fun so the link is in the show notes to go over and read his thoughts of the projects that he's done and there are some really great examples over there of all sorts of different ideas of the way that people have put this together And it might get your creative juices flowing a little bit in terms of what the outcome might be. Lindsay spoke about the idea of produce being an element of this. And it could be something very powerful that you actually create that becomes a real body of work at the end of it. You don't have to be thinking about it that way, but hop on over to that article and have a look. It's too long to read out, so you're going to have to go and find the show notes for it. You can find the show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast, there will be show notes, or come over to my website sheridan.com or louisefletcherart.com and we have all the show notes for the podcast episodes over there. One more thing I want to share with you before I tell you about the second creative project that you can get involved with is Rachel Davis. Now, you would have heard Rachel on some of our previous episodes. She is an artist, she's a psychologist and a creativity coach, and she is going to be offering free support, accountability, inspiration, and humor through a new Instagram account, which is racheldavisart.bayarea. This is her third 100-day project. She knows this terrain really well and she wanted to do something this year to help you stay on track even when all of those things, the self-doubt, the boredom, the frustration show up because we know that they inevitably will. So what you can do if you want to get involved with that is also follow the extra hashtag 100 Days Support with Rachel and that's Rachel without an A to keep up with what she's offering, and then she's going to comment on your journey, it's going to be a little bit more involved, so if you like the sense of a community, but perhaps a smaller community around this, this is worth going to have a look at. Um, Rachel, she's she's a very smart and funny lady, um, her first two projects changed her, they really um, shifted the work that she was doing, and surprised her, and ended up really catapulting her art into amazing places so I think she will be a terrific guide if you would like an extra holding hand in this and I mentioned that there was a second thing coming up we're coming into February which means that we have the art to life free workshop coming up This is a really good series of short lessons with some really important key points about your art, making it stronger, improving it, no matter what kind of art you make. The workshop lessons are completely free, so I highly recommend that you join. Join along, follow, see what you have to learn from this. At the end of it, you will have an opportunity to join a longer programme. So this is a really good way to see if you like the kind of information that is shared on this and the way that it's taught. The link to join up is a little bit long to read out on the podcast but we have it both on my website and on Louise's website and in the show notes and there is an advantage in it for us if you decide at the end of this to go on and join the full program and there is absolutely no obligation to do that we get a referral thank you for that and it's that kind of thing that helps us be able to keep producing the Art Juice podcast totally for free for you. So if you're thinking of joining or you've found out about it through Art Juice initially, I would just ask you please if you can join it through our link. Um, If you join up now and then you go on, then you don't have to worry about it later. That would be fantastic. This starts on the 15th of February. So you have a few days left to go over and to get involved in that. I will be following along. I'm going to be talking about it on my Instagram, as will Louise on hers. So we really hope that you enjoy that. And that's two things to get you really kicked off and inspired for spring. Next week, Louise will be back with me again. And we will look forward to talking to you more then. Okay, that's it for this week. Bye bye.
0: Like almost two million hashtags. Two million hashtags. Yeah, we're wow. well. It's at 1.7, but people use other variations of it too. They do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a. I, I mean, when when I got involved in 2017, there were only 3,500 people on the mailing list, and there's over 35,000 people on the mailing list now. Wow yeah
1: so that's that it's that kind of thing the cost of keeping that going that if people subscribe it helps with
0: yeah yeah so just like the same probably technology expenses that you have so yeah it helps it helps a lot yeah to have people to chip in you know
1: yeah
0: and how much is the how much is the paid news it's either seven dollars a month or 70 dollars for the year
1: Okay, so that's very reasonable, isn't it? So if you wanted just to do it for three months, that's
0: twenty one. You can bucks. totally just turn it off, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's great.